Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to That Triathlon Show, the podcast presented by scientifictriathlon.com. I'm your host, Michael, and this episode is Beginner Tip 12, where I'll talk about triathlon training and weight loss, and also training considerations if you are overweight. Let's start with that second topic, because it's a bit shorter. I don't have much to say about that, really. Cycling and swimming aren't really affected at all in terms of how you can and cannot train by your weight because they are not weight-bearing sports, really. So you can do whatever you would do if uh, you were not overweight. Running, on the other hand, is affected. It's uh, much more risky if you carry excess weight because uh, that uh, extra mass that you carry around, it causes larger impact forces on your body, on your joints and uh, your bone. So the risk for injury increases. So there are a couple of things to do about this. First, you should minimize or skip intensity completely while you are losing weight, at least in the first initial phase when you kind of hope to get a lot of that extra weight off. Uh, it, uh, if it's like a six-week period or a two-month period or even a three-month period, you don't need to do any running intensity. Just run normally without intense intervals or anything like that. As a beginner, you probably would not do too much of that anyway. It's more about base building. So, But just want to say that, skip that completely. That's my recommendation. Second is the runs that you do do, do them as run walks. And that's something that is, it's not just for if you're overweight. There are a lot of other triathletes that benefit from doing that. Uh, A lot of the athletes that I coach do that as well. But especially for you getting that, that can mean doing four minutes of uh, running and one minute of walking and alternating like that. And that one minute of walking, you can walk briskly. So your heart rate stays pretty elevated. You still work your cardiovascular system, but you get uh, a bit of of a respite from that pounding and those impact forces through your body. Finally, be careful when uh, you increase your running volume. Uh, Do a very gradual conservative increase if you do that. Follow the 10% rule. Absolutely no more than 10% additional volume per week. And follow the same principle with the volume or the duration of your longest run within a single week. So don't go from a one hour long run to a one hour 30 minute long run. Definitely not. The second part of training considerations when overweight is to do not let it get to you mentally. And I know that it can be very, very difficult, but uh, really none of those skinny, sporty-looking people that you think may be looking down upon you are. Uh, Some of them will be impressed that you're out there exercising and uh, doing something to lose weight. Most will be way too busy worrying about what other people think about them and they have their own confidence issues to deal with. So they don't have time to think about you or your weight. And that's not to play down your importance or anybody's importance, but that's just the way it is. Most people are way too consumed with uh, their own confidence issues uh, to really, really pay much attention to what's going on around them. It's uh, like Winston Churchill had a great saying that When you're 20, you care what everyone thinks. 
When you're 40, you stop caring what everyone thinks. And when you're 60, you realize no one was ever thinking about you in the first place. So uh, as uh, tying in cheek as that is, sort of, it still has a lot of truth to it. So don't uh, don't don't let that get overweight get to you mentally. And do a, out go out and do your training, and don't worry about that. So uh, let's talk about how to lose weight when you're training. First, let me tell you that exercise alone isn't going to be the best way to lose weight. In theory, yes, you can eat the exact same thing as you do now and just train more to uh, to get a caloric deficit and you'll lose weight. But in practice, that is very difficult, which is why it's important to use your nutrition and uh, be wise about your nutrition, when and what you eat. And that is what, at the end of the day, combined with exercise will help you lose weight. And uh, I want to tell you that on Monday... As you hear this, on March the 26th, uh, there will be a big detail episode that goes into body composition and getting to raise weight, uh, all sorts of details. So that will give you a much deeper insight into this whole topic. Uh, episode 113, if you're listening way in the future. Uh, so definitely check that out. But uh, to give you the main, the cliff notes of that, and especially as it pertains to beginners... Lose weight slowly. So it depends on how much you want to lose. If you have a lot to lose, then maybe you can be a bit more aggressive. But usually 1% of body weight per week is a good amount to shoot for, or no more than that, I should say. Because otherwise you will lose a lot of lean muscle mass as well as body fat. And you don't really want to do that. You want to preserve that lean muscle mass. And the way you can accomplish this is by a caloric deficit, of course, calories in, calories out, you know. But uh, limit that, don't let it go too far. 250 to at most 500 kilocalories per day is the deficit that you should uh, shoot for. If you are more, you have more weight to lose, then you can be at the more aggressive end of that spectrum. And uh, one thing that's very, very important is uh, nutrition timing. Do not, I repeat, do not lose your post-workout nutrition. After you work out is the most advantageous time of day to eat because carbs that you eat will go to refilling those glycogen stores that are needed to get you through your next workout and protein that you consume will go to a muscle protein synthesis. And uh, none of those will go to to fat stores. Nothing will be stored as adipose tissue, as it's uh, called in technical terms. Uh, So don't lose your post-workout nutrition. Other than that, I don't want to uh, really get too advanced about when you should eat and when you should not eat. Uh, I think that uh, if you have... A sensible eating schedule, you can stick to that and just eat a little bit less. And where you reduce, it can be across different meals, or it can be if you know that your dinner is uh, maybe something that where you can cut quite a lot from. Maybe you don't cut anything from your breakfast or lunch, but you cut those 250, 300, 400, even 500 calories from your dinner, depending on what you eat, of course. Then next, uh, the hot topic, uh, diets Uh, do not go on labeled diets or anything like that we know based on the research available today that all sorts of things like uh, going on a low carb diet or going on a low fat diet it doesn't really help you 
It doesn't necessarily hurt you either, but it can. It, it isn't any better to be on any of those sorts of LCHF or the other way around than just doing small changes to your normal diet and not calling it a specific name. Uh, I definitely have a pet peeve with that labeled diets. I do not think that it's helpful for anybody. Uh, that doesn't mean that the some concepts aren't useful. For example, it can be useful to change your macronutrients at some points. But uh, many studies have shown that uh, that's not what you're looking for here. You just need that caloric deficit and how you get it has... Uh, doesn't really make a difference except that you want to maybe even slightly increase protein intake so that is because you want to preserve lean muscle mass so it can be very beneficial for you to calculate how much protein you get in per day and make sure that you get at least two grams per kilogram body weight per day in the periods when you are trying to lose weight then this can be significantly lower uh, down to one gram per kilogram when you're not in a weight loss phase but uh, if you are going to try to lose weight increase that protein intake and reduce fats and carbs instead and uh, that's uh, one more thing by the way with labeled diets that i want to mention intermittent fasting and those sort of things are the same really research has not shown that they would be any beneficial for uh, for weight loss and that's been shown in several uh, meta-analyses that go through all the research available on the topic all all studies and pool them and make a conclusion of everything combined so lose weight slowly 250 to 500 calorie per day deficit uh, the macronutrients doesn't matter as long as you get a bit more protein than usual. So two grams per kilogram body weight per day. Do not go on labeled diet or intermittent fasting. Do not skip your post-workout nutrition. So those are the main points that I made here. Hope that helps and I hope that you enjoyed this beginner tip. Make sure you tune in on Monday for episode 113. That goes into much more detail, uh, but it's not necessarily as beginner-specific. It uh, also has a lot of advanced topics that are if you're trying to get those last two kilograms to get your ideal race weight, which is why I wanted to make this specific beginner tip. As always, if you have uh, topics for beginner tips that you want me to create, shoot me an email, michael at scientifictriathlon.com, and that's Michael with a K. And next Friday's episode, I think, will be on gear that you absolutely do not need to buy. That's uh, an important topic, I think, because uh, you could spend a fortune on triathlon otherwise. If you're interested in coaching, I have one slot available because one of my coaching clients is uh, getting deployed in April. So a slot is opening up. I limit my number of athletes to 15 at any given time. So this might be the one chance in quite a long while that uh, I have a slot available. If you're interested, shoot me an email. Again, michael at scientifictriathlon.com. And that's Michael with a K. And uh, I can tell you more. We can jump on a Skype to hear if it's a right fit for you. And yes, I do coach uh, everybody from complete beginners to advanced triathletes. So don't be scared that you're not advanced enough. And beginners definitely benefit a lot, a lot, a lot from having a coach. Thank you, as always, for listening. Keep training smart and keep loving triathlon.